everyone and welcome to the no pressure podcast we're a dad and a daughter in dallas texas sharing inspirational fun and relaxing ideas to help keep life lighter i'm caroline and this is my dad billy hi everyone thanks to another episode every week caroline and i each bring three no pressure points to share with each other and all of you to hopefully take some of the pressure off in life Yes, I'm so excited to be here. We're just coming off the holiday weekend. Um, So, Dad, tell me, what is your first no-pressure point? Hey, so my first one is encourage one another and build each other up. That's that's a good point already. I'm I'm quoting somebody that's a lot more famous than I am. Yeah, and so for a couple of things about this. One, when we're encouraging others and building them up, we're taking our eyes off of ourselves, Mm. which helps us. Yeah. Um, Best thing you can do to relax, probably. (laughs) Yes, taking the pressure off ourselves. Mm. And then secondly, and more importantly, it really is hopefully helping that other person or those other people. So I was reminded about this last week. We were visiting an old friend of your mom's who I've gotten to know a little bit. Back in Charlotte, North Carolina, where your mom grew up, this sweet lady, she's exactly my mom's age. She's 85. Wow. And um, she's just an amazing lady. It was, we had such a great time with her spent at least a couple of hours with her and uh but she told this story that just really what brought this point up in my my mind and um, was very impactful to me and the story is that she had a long happy marriage had kids has grandkids um a few years ago she and her husband moved into a retirement community And sadly, her husband got sick and passed away. Mm. And prior to that, they had made these new friends. And one was this other man who her husband, when he learned he was dying, asked this man if he would look after his wife. Um, And, you know, be sure that it all was okay with her over the coming years. And of course, yeah, yeah. And of course, he agreed, and uh, so she and this man spent some time together with him kind of checking on her and got to know each other more, and they, they this kind of relationship developed, um, and he was just, the way that he treated her was this, you know, it was these words, encourage one another and build each other up. She said, it almost seemed like I could do no wrong. <laughs> around my new friend he just was always affirming me and encouraging me and you know making me feel so good about myself (laughs) and building me up and it was like I I didn't know you know I just really hadn't experienced it to that level before and she said of course she had had this happy marriage but and of course those years maybe it's apples and oranges a little bit you're in busier years when you're younger and mm, yeah. a lot to lot going on, but she just really had never experienced this kind of mm, 
somebody just pouring in to her and saying, man, you are amazing. And <sighs> here are all these great things about you. And, and so it just was a reminder to me, gosh, she had gone into her 80s, I guess, or close to that, and never had a friend or a relationship like that where somebody was really building her up to that extent. And that made me realize, well, I guess that's probably true for a lot of people, maybe most people. So what a great reminder, you know, what an impact we can have on others if we'll just remember this, you know, and starting with our loved ones, I hope. Oh, that makes me want to cry. It's so sweet. And it's convicting. It is, isn't it? That's the power of speaking life and... How yeah. often are you just not? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, these words are actually from uh, the scriptures. It's uh, the book of First Thessalonians, chapter 5. Encourage one another and build each other up. Mm. Um, so it kind of dovetails with the whole thing there. So, yeah, that's it. I just think what a beautiful thing to... Try to be more mindful of that with everyone in our lives, in our path. And uh, also, man, it takes our eyes off of ourselves. And that can be a really healthy thing. I love that. That's so, so encouraging and so almost that's a sad story in a way. If you think about her life, like the fact that we can go through and be like, well, I'm happy. It's all good and not not be living to our full potential just love like really showing each other pure unconditional love right yeah makes me feel like i need to call nate (laughs) tell him he's awesome (laughs) or call anyone a friend call everybody yeah call Call everybody on your phone and i think that really (laughs) is what i think we can get bogged down in in your right daily life but that's not what you're going to remember. You're going to remember how you treated each other. This is the stuff that lasts. You know, we talk about loving everybody always. That's, um, it's not always intuitive. And at first it might not even sound like the right thing because you think about enemies and you think about, um, people you just generally not sure you want to love them but but we really are called to love everybody always including our enemies and once we kind of internalize that right it um it starts to resonate as oh yeah that really is the truth and that really makes the difference Mm, that's so good yeah love that so what do you have for us? So mine is uh, semi-inspired by a, something that you brought up a few weeks ago from becomingminimalist.com. Yes. <laughs> this is actually a kind of a principle that Nate and I try to implement. But this week, last weekend was 4th of July. So it's three-day weekend, holiday weekend. And I feel like the principle of who are you going to spend your time with comes up on weekends like this because you probably have friend invitations from friends invitation from family um even if you don't have family in town or 
your friends are traveling, you still kind of have to decide what you're going to do. You have this extra day that you don't normally have. And um, for us, we had a couple different friend groups we were trying to decide, should we do something with them? Should we not? Um, Should we just spend it with ourselves? Right. On the actual 4th of July, we always, we try to host our family every year, which is so fun. Our neighborhood makes a big to-do. It has a parade, and it's Nate's absolute favorite holiday besides Christmas. (laughs) So we love it. We go all in. Um, But we have just really been trying to kind of decide where we're going to invest our time because I think everyone could spend their time with so many different people. And we have college friends, high school friends, adulthood friends, church friends, family. And the reality is we're just not going to be able to keep up all those relationships in a meaningful way. I think you've told me before that you're probably need to pick about 10 people that are really, you're going to go deep with. And, um, yeah, I think that's so powerful just to give yourself the freedom to say no sometimes and really kind of take an inventory of what you want your life to look like, who you want to be like, because whoever you're hanging out with, that's who you're going to be like. And there's an evangelism piece in that. Like, well, who are you impacting? You don't want to just be, yeah. you know, circularly thinking and only hanging out with people who are exactly like you. But I think, especially since having mercy, we've really been thinking about, well, who do we want mercy to spend time with? Cause this is her child, you know, she only gets one childhood and, um, yes. it's just become really important to us to be around people we want to be like and who we want mercy to look up to. And so that gave us, freedom and peace to say no's where we need to say no and yes to things we want to say yes to and who do we want to really pursue relationally and who do we maybe not need to spend that much time with so I think that's it sounds so harsh and horrible but it has it gives you so much clarity and peace and honestly you're not going to be able to hang out with all those people anyway that's right that's right I really have, it's been really encouraging to us to kind of, it sounds so horrible, but sit down and really think about who are those 10 people that you want to be like and really invest in those relationships. And I think it just makes your calendar, your social schedule, all of that easier to manage. So much easier. It's huge. Mm big difference yeah this is what yeah your mom and i've been going through the same thing yeah you inspired me it's it's makes a huge difference and uh, sometimes it's there's some self sorting or some automatic sorting that goes on and on you and native probably talked about this like there are probably some people that you keep meaning to see but you can never you just never seem to get to it right yeah yeah and maybe the same is true for them and it's because of this phenomenon sometimes it automatically happens because everybody is so busy that uh you know by the time we see the people closest to us there is no more time yeah 
It's but true. it's better to be exactly what you're talking about. Be intentional about it. Be sure you're really thinking it through. Because maybe, maybe you're spending some time with someone you shouldn't necessarily be spending as much time with. Yes. Like yeah. when you're thinking about, oh, what's the influence on mercy, mercy. or whatever. But And I think sometimes, you're right, it happens automatically. But that, and sometimes I don't want it to. Like I'll, my schedule will be so full of work that I wasn't able to go with one of my best friends to something or I wasn't able to go. I didn't have room to go support someone who it would have been awesome if I could have taken him a meal, you know, I think just leaving yourself that clarity to know, okay, I need to leave room for these people I want to invest in. And it's okay to work instead of going to that social dinner that, I probably don't want to be a part of anyway. So I think it's it's a good... It's just a really... I'm trying to be more intentional about it, and it is very life-giving if I actually think things through instead of... Because my personality, I just want to say yes to everything. I want to hang out with everyone, be right. everyone's best friend. And right. Sometimes that's just not the right thing. So. Yeah. That's very powerful. That's a great... That's a great thing. People may want to write down however many... Yeah. Make, make that list of, gosh, by the time I see these eight people, or by the time, you know, my spouse and I and our kids or whatever see these eight people, there's not much room left. Yeah. And these people really are a priority for us. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, that's just kind of reality. That's a great one. That's okay. very good. Thanks, Dad. What else you got? What else you got? Okay, here's a little lighter, on a lighter note. Yes! <laughs> I think you might, some some of you out there might be able to take some of the pressure off in life if you would consider making your own acai bowl. <laughs> so, um, this, I can't remember how many years ago now, I had my first acai bowl. Ooh. Um, but... Boy, that was the beginning of something uh, great in a my life. I just, love. yeah, I just love it. Man, I love them. Um, so most, I'm probably everybody knows about acai berries, these little palm berries from South America that are very nutritious. All kinds of claims are made about them. I won't make all of those claims, but I think they're, they're healthy. They're, they're super. They've got to be healthy. Incredible. Yeah, and. Um, so, but what grows out of that are, the, you know, gosh, there are just endless versions of acai bowls out there in the world. I started making a pretty simple one at home, and it's kind of, I've been tweaking that for years. And maybe we can even put what I make in the show notes. Oh, yeah, um, we should. His, we always joke he needs to open Dad's smoothie shop because yeah. this man has perfected the acai bowl uh, in well, many thank smoothies. You. <laughs> Thanks. I sure love it. Um, there are a lot of great versions. Mine's pretty pretty basic, but um, all healthy. I think mine. I will claim. I'll make the claim that mine's probably the, a little help. They're all healthy, but mine is going to be less sugar and maybe a little healthier than the average one out there. So I'll, maybe we can put it in the show notes. And um, it's also man, I love it. Um, 
So yeah, I probably make it at least twice a week. I made one just a little while ago and shared it with your mom and Lily. Yum. Um, I'm jealous. Good stuff. So, uh, something a healthy infusion. If you're maybe lunch times, maybe you're in. A, maybe people. I know I get in a rut kind of, and this is this is a way to disrupt that rut. Oh, for sure. so fun! And making it yourself, you can control the sugar. Exactly. Because that's something that I love to get them at like health food shops or smoothie shops, but they are. You have to be careful where you go. Mm-hmm. Like, if you get one from Jamba Juice, you're basically eating, like, six Snickers bars. It's that's, crazy. That's true. Yeah, some of them, it's astounding how much sugar. It's, it's kind of weird. It's not healthy then at all. It's, yeah. Um, but it can be. And, like, I'd like to add monk fruit or stevia rather than if I'm going to add anything like yeah. that. Um and then all everything else is natural sugar, like from the berries and whatever yeah. frozen fruit you put in there. So I think that they must just take a bottle of agave or something and just squeeze it into the blender. A lot of them add a lot of agave. I think they should. I think they must, because it's like there's no <laughs> way, or there's like seven bananas in there, but right. that did not naturally happen. Jamba Dude juice. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I I saw something kind of funny recently. It was somebody kind of saying, you know, hey, agave nectar was introduced years ago as like a healthy sweetener mm-hmm. or substitute for sugar and no that turns out to not really that be the case incorrect if it's in your margarita it's probably not great for you <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh. but it's yeah it's enriched my life so yeah yum i want one yeah we'll we'll put it in there and you guys try it if you want. Let me know. Let me know what you think. Love it. Okay. Okay, my next one is titled Finish the House Project. So <laughs> I have um, been meaning to paint something for my wall and also paint our di- like our breakfast nook dining table for about I don't know, a month, and I finally did it this weekend, and I got rid of some boxes that were just piling up that were giveaway or going to family, and I can't tell you how nice it feels to just have that Mm. not hanging over my head, and it just kind of reminded me, um, like, that sense of relief, you know, maybe it's cleaning out the closet, whatever house project has been hanging over you, it is so much nicer to just do it. I stayed up till 11 p.m. on Friday night painting, and I didn't want to, but if you just do it, it's done. And I think, um, I don't know, it's just so easy for your house to get out of control with stuff like that. Like the boxes were sitting in our house for a month. Right, and it's so much harder to keep your house clean if there's clutter. It's yeah, visually obnoxious, and you just don't have that true sense of having it together. Peace. Can you host people? I don't know. There's these giant boxes in the dining room. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I think you're just less able to give. Um, and I. 
it's funny because it I was just thinking about it and my clients because I I do some interior design almost every single one of them they'll have a project for me or you know I want to redo my dining room but almost everyone says and the rest of the house needs finishing touches or there's these rooms that are unfinished and I would probably say 90% of people who I've helped also want me to help them you know let's find something to hang on the wall do some accessories those throw pillows just kind of those finishing touches that I think it's really hard like to make yourself go finish and right. I really think it does give you a big sense of peace. So Yeah, for sure. I just love to help people do that. Like, help them style their bookshelves or just make their room feel done. Um, yes. I love to do it. And I think it's something you can do for yourself in, I don't know, organize that closet or go have fun and drive yourself to Home Goods and get some throw pillows for your couch. Just make your room feel complete and... Peaceful. Right. Maybe set up a reward for yourself when you, if and when you finish. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what? I don't know, but I think there really is some something about having a peaceful space. Not ha- getting rid of that project. I mean, that's been hanging over you. That's not a great feeling. It's just hanging there, mm-hmm. hanging there, and it is. Maybe it's visually yeah. in the way, and it's just, yeah. What a relief to get that done. You helped your mom and I. Not too long ago, finished the shelves in our oh yeah in our main room mm-hmm. in our house. And, and well, it's a huge relief. That's such a great example because your house was done. I mean, you had all your furniture. You're they're so clean. It will make you feel horrible about yourself every time you go in their house. <laughs> it's perfectly clean. Like you could lick the floor, but only when others show up. Yeah, <laughs> but they. You hadn't, those shelves were driving you all crazy because there was just, you know, it wasn't complete. It just wasn't really there. Yeah. 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 It's fun. And we actually do have some unfinished projects stowed away Uh in a couple of closets. And it's, yeah, it's not out of sight, out of mind. It's still on my mind. So, (laughs) especially your personality. Yeah. Uh, I can check the closet. Right. Oh, yeah. So that's my no pressure point. Cross something off the to project, the house project to do list, or some great one that really does bring peace. Mm. Okay, Dad. What's your next one? My next and final no pressure point. Yeah. Well, this last one for me is definitely the most fun, and you will be chiming in left and right I hope because this is all about your neighborhood this wonderful place you live um, and we just did this yesterday this neighborhood has a parade every 4th of July you know it and so the I guess the no pressure point is consider starting a parade in your neighborhood <laughs> Oh my because gosh, do it. I would be so best. proud if I was the person that made this happen. Like, started it. Yeah. Wouldn't it's you? so fun. Oh my it's, gosh. So the 4th of July one, and you know more about it than I do, but I've seen it. I saw it last year. I was here this year. Um, it's just so neat to see this, you know, neighborhood grassroots parade get put together. Oh. where they And it's very organized first. They have... Pets, 
the pets get to be in the parade and yes. come make their appearance with their owners and families and it's so cute and then the kids on bikes and everything else that's rideable yes. that a kid can possibly ride scooter and wagon all <laughs> the kids i mean and this neighborhood is so great for with there's a gazillion kids yeah so. very young a lot of young families and then the you know the kind of the the floats and it's incredible what people put yeah. together in their driveways in their garages and then it's so fun yesterday we were here pretty early because we wanted to see the pet parade that was the first thing mm. got here a little early and i don't know if you saw this caroline but i was coming walking down the street after parking i guess yeah and this here comes this pickup with this float behind it it was like the second biggest float in the parade oh my gosh and the guy was so funny he slowed down and goes don't look don't look it's too soon <laughs> <laughs> and then drove on past like, you're not allowed to look pal <laughs> this is not the official parade yet <laughs> that's hilarious oh, so great oh but man take it very seriously around here <laughs> that was i'm telling you the kids parade the kids part of it all of it's great and uh, there's so much that could be said about this parade <laughs> The kids' parade, like I said yesterday, I think that was a highlight of 2022 for me Aww, so far this year. me too. That's just, you know, when you get kids involved in something, it quickly rises to the top of great experiences. So that was just really, really fun. And this is, we, it's so cool too, because Carolina and I have talked about a neighborhood parade it just sounds like the best idea ever for several years because we heard the idea in I think Love Does by Bob Goff or yes. somewhere back there he talked uh -huh. about organizing a parade in his neighborhood um, that was so successful that everybody in the neighborhood was in the parade and there was no one to watch it yes. <laughs> <laughs> but Which that's is... a great parade oh most what happens here like yeah, the yeah. kids parade is basically just every family in the neighborhood and maybe the grandparents or yeah we had a pretty big crew of spectators for our one grandchild but right uh it may grow our participants may grow as there's more children to wrangle yeah in the yeah. actual parade oh my gosh that's it was super fun Anybody want to so take fun. on organizing a parade in your neighborhood? I highly encourage you. Yes. Oh, it's so fun. And all of the streets in our neighborhood each do a, a float for the big parade. And it's hilarious to see what people come up with and they compete against each other. And it's really there's yeah. that bit infuse that little whimsy into your life. Like I had so much fun you know, decking out Mercy's stroller to be her float, in quotes, in the baby parade. Yeah, <laughs> right. I just think doing those things matter. It's so, it really does lighten up your life and make you smile. Mm -hmm. So, so fun. Super fun. Yep. Oh, man, I love that. My next no pressure point is not as fun. It's actually pretty miserable uh -oh. but, I'm just brace yourselves <laughs> <laughs> it's 
it's not miserable, but I am not a morning person, okay? But <laughs> I'm, uh, I've been for the last month, all of June, woke up before the baby, okay? So Mercy wakes up at 8. Right. I'm trying to get up um, before 7 so I can get up, work out at 7, you know, have a few minutes to myself get my breakfast, and then wake the baby up. Right. So I really think that's the move. It's not that fun, but I'm getting used to it. <laughs> and it really does make my life so much easier. It's so relaxing to Once not... Once you're actually up. And... Yes, and then I have the whole day, because normally during her naps, I would try to get my workout in or, you know, whatever else I needed to do there's just something about waking up into immediate chaos that is not that's hard (laughs) it's not it you can't wake up and immediately go get the baby because then you know you're trying you're playing I was playing catch up all day and I've seen a lot of people a lot of other mothers which I'm not a huge fan of mom content but (laughs) I've seen a lot of people say you've got to do this and so I did it and I feel like it probably applies to other people of if you wake up early a little earlier before work so that you're not in pure chaos trying to get out the door which I used to do when I went to you know I I needed to be in the car by 8 20 to get to my nine o'clock job and so I would wake up early so I could read my bible or whatever Mm-hmm. and not be scrambling and right I've just kind of gotten in a bad way <laughs> being you know you have a baby and then your life is just like trying to get sleep when you can and right I was not yeah. I've lost all my discipline in the morning so I'm really trying to it get back never, in that yeah it's funny because you the night before like I'm thinking about it in the context of Things like, oh, you're going to catch a plane the next morning, which yes. we've been... You guys have been traveling doing so much. too much lately. And the night, I've noticed the night before, it sounds like a great idea to maximize your sleep and push the alarm back mm-hmm. as far as possible. Oh, we can make it out the door in 25 minutes after yeah. we wake up, right? <laughs> uh, no, not even close. No. Maybe two hours and 25 yeah. minutes. <laughs> Especially so, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> right? So... What happens is we do, we push it back too far to get our sleep, and then it is high stress that morning because mm-hmm. you actually have a airplane that's leaving, whether you're there or not. Yes. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's not a good scenario. For me, no, I have to, I'm way better off missing some sleep and stumbling a, a little bit when I first wake up so that I can have the time and not completely go through the stratosphere before I ever even get out the door so oh it's so true it's a good principle it's not my favorite thing I've ever done but (laughs) I I actually has improved my life so much and it also if you're a workout person if you like to try to work out once a day or whatever your routine is I really it is so nice to have it done then you don't worry all day what am I what if I eat something bad for lunch and I don't feel good it's just and I we work out in the garage so it's a lot cooler Mm -hmm. so it's a it's benefited me but 
Yes. <laughs> I recommend great. it. I think it will take the pressure off just 15 minutes or maybe it's just setting the alarm back 15 minutes, but it'll... I have to say, I know it must make a huge difference because this person is about what's fun, mostly. That's true. And, you know, I know that that did not sound fun at first. No, still doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. It does. It's kind of degrees of fun. It it sounds fun to have some time to myself. It really, that is nice. It's nice to, you know. Yeah. But... You know, setting the alarm for six thirty, not so much. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Good work. Yeah. Oh. Way to go. Thanks, thanks. I owe it all to Nathan <laughs> Ophi. When he's out of town, I'm not as consistent. I'll just say that. <laughs> um, well, Dad, I um, am so much more relaxed after hearing your no pressure points. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> are you ready for our question of the week? Oh, yes. Yes. What are you going to do to take the pressure off this week? Yeah. Okay. We, your mom and I keep talking about actually taking a day of rest each week or mm. part of a day at least, or, you know, doing better than we currently do. Yeah. And, um, I know that there's that's kind of in some circles right now a lot of discussion about it, you know really taking a day of rest, a Sabbath, Sabbath, yeah, yeah, um, um, not out of compulsion but just because it seemed it's modeled to us as a good idea mm. <laughs> by somebody with a capital S. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I'm gonna try to do that this weekend. Um, really minimize any obligations and try to take most of a day. I love that. I can't wait to hear yeah, your thoughts on that. I'll have to that. report back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so nice. It's just too easy to let things that pop up, you know, grab your attention and before you know it, no, you haven't rested. Yeah. And now you have a whole nother week of busyness coming. Mm-hmm. And it's just, that's just not healthy. I'm told no. that that is not good. If God needed rest, we need rest. Yeah, exactly. How about you? What do you... This week, I'm doing something fun. I'm trying a new workout class. Um, Uh I'm a little nervous. (laughs) Lily is a CrossFit coach, so I'm going to go to her class tonight. But I'm so excited. I just think it's fun to try something new, get some endorphins. Yeah. Um... And cheer her on. I'm so excited to see her be a coach. So that'll be really fun. That's great. Yeah. I bet it will be a blast. I'm very excited slash a little nervous. But You'll have to report back too. We got to report back on both of these yes. things. Um, yeah. What was I just thinking? It came and went. Oh. Well, that'll be really cool. Can't yeah. wait to hear about it. It'll be fun. Um, Dad, I hope you feel less stressed out. I hope everyone listening feels a little less pressure than you were 30 minutes ago or 35 minutes ago. (laughs) Went a little over. Thanks for (laughs) listening, and we'll be back with more No Pressure Points next week. Yes. Hey, I know what I was going to say real quick. What? What? Um, Guests. We have a few family members that I think 
it's almost time to have on. <gasps> yes, so, we must before the summer's over. Yeah, it's possible that next week we could have somebody drop in and share their no pressure points with us. So, I would love that. Let's make yeah, it happen. We're going to work on that. Yay. Well, okay. So thanks everyone so much. Keep up the inspiration, fun, and relaxation. That sounds good to me right about now yeah. in life. See you soon.